they? Elliott, off to the races. Can they catch him? No, they can't. Touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Haskins spreading out, sets up deep. Over the middle. Touchdown, Buckeyes. Fields has time. Watches downfield. It's Olave. He's got a touchdown. Ohio State. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the QB Draw Podcast. We are uh, back after a, a, a lengthy break. Um, we're excited to talk about football and uh, just general stuff again. Uh, your host, John, today, joined as always by my co-host, Ez. Uh, Ez, what's going on? Uh, I have been uh, trying to not get myself as mad about Ohio State, you know, spring developments as normal. Uh, uh, I've been, uh, you know, I've got some thoughts for sure. Uh, it's, it's, you know, Parker Fleming still employed, so that's it's not great. But uh, there's some positive developments. So it looks like Ohio State might not be completely broke on the recruiting trail anymore. So, uh, so that that is a positive direction. Speaking uh, tepidly, there we're not not quite sure on that yet, but things are trending in a positive direction. I've been uh, enjoying some baseball and playoff basketball. Uh, so you know, uh, we got Austin Reeves playing like uh, I don't know. Yeah, like Kobe like a, out there. A, a crazy game. Um, we'll all, all like have to watch and wait for John Morant's reaction. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping he he reacts better to this than you know maybe getting beat by a 17 year old at his house or something like that. Hopefully, as a grown man, you you're. I I don't think you're ever in a great <laughs> point in life if you're suing a teenager that you beat up. Um, yeah. But As you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on there, but we're monitoring it. We're keeping an eye on it, and uh, we hope he we hope he finds the growth he needs. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, the growth that that was needed. Um, great transition into the spring game. Um, so what were your thoughts overall on the spring game? Because I have my thoughts. So I, um, I, I think my biggest takeaway is just they absolutely need to land attack a starting caliber tackle and the transfer portal, the offensive line, I think has some pieces there and it's a spring game They're You know, they're not going to, I don't think it's like an abject disaster, but it, I don't think it's good enough for Ohio state to get, get to where it wants to be. Um, I, I just don't think they have a real like solid guy that you feel good about putting there at left tackle and maybe, you know, and then, and then if you have one of those guys from the portal, then between Machowski or, uh, can't believe I'm blanking on his name. We talked about him so much. Josh Fryer at right between one of those guys, you probably feel good. And then, uh, you know, the the interior should work itself out. You know, Donovan Jackson's going to be good. Um, still wish you had Whipler back, but you you got Matt Jones, um, who who's really solid. Um, and I, I thought played his best towards the end of last season after some shaky stretches with some injury stuff. Um, beyond that, um. Front seven on defense should be really good. CJ Hicks is flashing. Uh, you're going to have, uh, obviously, Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg as your two dogs there. Um, and then with Hicks and maybe even Cody Simon rotating on, could be a really strong four-man rotation. Uh, defensive line looked good. Wouldn't mind uh, a defensive tackle transfer, but I don't think that's a necessity. I think they got enough dudes there. Should be a really solid front seven. Um, concerned about the safety rotation, but hopefully that works itself out. I, I just think um, I, I I don't want them to play players who are worse than 
uh, other guys again. Uh, I, I think our audience can figure out who I'm talking about there. Um, mm -hmm. And then corner, I, I'm feeling better about corner. Uh, I think Igman uh is going to be a solid player. And then Burke and Hancock. I think Burke and Hancock had low percentile outcomes based on their talent level last year, and they weren't horrible. Um, but I, I think they should have good years. And then, gosh, this you know, I guess I have more thoughts than I thought I did. Um, I, I'm not. I went into the spring game thinking that with the with Devin Brown being out till the summer, that the QB case, uh, QB uh, battle was sort of a closed case. But and again, we've seen some clunky spring game uh, performances from quarterbacks. But you'd like to have seen McCord be a little bit sharper, given this is his third third go around. Um, but again, it. If he goes out there and throws, you know, 30 touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think my big takeaway with the quarterback thing is you have an element of depth, I think, now with, you know, with uh, Devin Brown, who probably has the highest upside of anybody in that room. You also have like a solid floor in the GBA kid where it's like, all right, we kind of know like. He's well, better than like he's better than like Gunnar Hoke was, yes. you know. It, like yeah. you, you never want him to be starter, but you feel good if he's like the third guy, fourth if like Keen Holes comes in and blows people away in the summer. Yeah, um, would have loved to have seen Keen Holes. Like obviously, I think he's he's not enrolled, but like it, that would have been that would have been nice to see some reps from him. Yeah, um, I think if I'm if I was linking Keen Holes, I would also live out my days as being like the best athlete in North man. Dakota history. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's the thing is like, yeah, as opposed to getting like four snaps in a, in a uh, in a spring game. I thought the run game looked all right, uh, especially considering that the offensive like line was kind of a question mark uh, and the defensive line looked really good. But I think Chip Tranum is like. He's a pretty solid back. He's he's uh, got some punch in the way he yeah. runs. You know, um, he it's a really crowded room. It, it, it it's crazy because like entering last year, you had your two guys, and we really were not very high on um, on a couple on a couple of guys entering last season. But like now with Dallin Hayden, uh, you'll obviously get Trevion Henderson at some point. Uh, Mayan will will be there. Like in Chip Tranum, like those are those are some dudes. They can play. Um, as far as positives, I really liked. I mean, they were uh, they they got uh, some some of the freshmen really involved in the um, in the uh, in the spring game. Um, the wide receiver room like looks good again. Like I, I know it's no Rogers. Like it was some poor defense, but he had a really impressive catch. Like he just looked yes. like a. He looked like an athlete out there. He's an um, athlete. Yeah, like, that's so, so does Carnell Tate. Um, I was just going to say. The sophomore class of wide receivers, it's it's get up and go time or get out time uh, for yeah. them. I, I think they're going to have to. So I want to talk about Carnell Tate for a moment. Um, how do we feel about him getting the vaunted number 17? Uh, definitely uh, interesting. Um, I, I, I guess – 17 to me has always been more of like a finesse number for, you know, Jalen Marshall. Like, I feel like, and this is a sort of n a number, uh, number psychology, which, which is just sort of inside my own brain. So this might not make sense to anyone, but I'm just, so, I'm just thinking of the last 17 we had. Um, being... Well, it was Olave before he switched. We had Jalen Marshall, 
Who I'm else is Bryson? Bryson Shaw. Oh, <laughs> God! I yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, are we trying to like, um, you know, shake the demons here? Is that what we're doing? And, again, God, I I, I I didn't expect to see him. Massive get for UC USC, by the way. Yes, yeah, he was very productive in his year there. Um, <laughs> he, I, hey, he started a lot of games. So, uh, you know, um, the best ability is availability, and he was yeah. available for them. <laughs> Carnell, like he looked good. Like, um, and I thought like some of the it was nice to see some of that like returning freshman class who I'm sure like didn't burn any of their eligibility, like Kenyatta and uh you know, Caden Perry had some good reps in there and like it should good. it should be a very, very strong defensive line. And like like I said, front seven, like, like there are some that dudes did there not have before, like where you're you're totally reliant on Jack Sawyer and JTT to like kind of get your, your, all your pass rush. I think you're going to have a lot of different looks there. Uh, good linebacking depth. Like, again, like the safety is the biggest question mark on the defense. Um, I think like cornerbacks, like, I don't want to say that we're going to have like all world cornerbacks, but it definitely looked better yesterday where you had multiple guys in there making plays, even a guy like Ryan Turner getting, making a couple plays that like, all right, like, you know, you're, you're not, entirely reliant on like a 30 year old eighth year senior to like make did you see cam brown's testing results and i don't want to rag on cam brown because i think he was i I think he was you know he was a good buckeye but uh for a guy who's for a guy whose uh entire sort of calling card was supposed to be his speed um jesus christ uh yeah um I hope he can like I you know I don't see him as an NFL player I yeah you know, I think he'll be fine in life I assume. He should have tested is what should have happened. Yeah like, yeah I, I he should have been a my 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 results in my film will speak for myself. Yeah, someone should have told him not like th- there was no way they didn't know that he was that slow. Um, That's the but, thing is like I, the way that I view all of the combine stuff now is like you've got to be a fucking mole on to do anything that is outside of your direct comfort zone yeah right like nobody's forcing anybody to do anything anymore and that's like really a good thing um you know uh unless you're just going to be a raw athleticism guy like yeah unless like you're not good at football um yeah. i.e uh, a certain quarterback yeah from, uh, from florida Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, like that um, your your only method to get to the league is like just be a fucking freak athlete. To be a tools guy. Tools yeah. needs to be uh retired. That uh, yeah. I don't know. Can we just go back to saying he's athletic or he's big as yeah. shit? Like like yeah, that's just what I, tools I don't understand why we had to get like crafty around that. Yeah. Like, and I feel like we've almost like in the year the era that we're in, like draft the draft internet is a crazy place. And I, I will say like Really, unless you're getting pay- paid by an NFL team, like you, you should probably think before, like you know, posting your big board or whatever, because no one gives a shit. Yeah, um, and like that's the thing is like with guys like uh, guys like Richardson, it's like you know we've gone the full circle with like athletic quarterbacks because like when I was growing up, like it was almost a knock against you to be an athlete at quarterback, and now it's like oh, you could just be an athlete. Like, we can have three years of film of you more or less being dog shit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Um, and, and now it's like C.J. Stroud, who's a pretty good athlete. Um, It's like, 
I mean, look, he we do we said it a million times. We should have ran more, but like he's he's not he's not paying Manning back there. And now it's like is CJ Stroud more athletic enough for today's day and age of quarterbacks? I tell you what, there there was he he had a hell of a combine. Like his throwing. Oh yeah, I yeah. Again, like I didn't see enough of CJ to his uh to his knock like didn't see enough of him in gym shorts and that's yeah. like how you get good good draft stock is just make a freakish throw um you know uncovered in a dome maybe some wind at the back or something like that and like wow look at that arm um but yeah no I'm, I'm uh you know I think Kyle McCord's a fine quarterback um I think They'll be like again. I don't think the offense is going to pop like it did last year or the year before, because that would be crazy. Well, to... it doesn't. It doesn't have to yeah. as long as it doesn't fall on its face in the Michigan game again. Like if if it if it can be a less if its ceiling can be less, but the floor can be higher. And again, if the, defense can just, if the defense yeah. can go from like a six out of ten last year to like a seven out of ten, like... where where it was like a two out of ten the Michigan game. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you if you show up and play an average game on defense, like you you don't give up those big plays. Like it's a totally different outlook there. Um, and again, like we said, they played their best game of the season against Georgia. Uh, the team team as a whole, probably not the defense, but like um, you know, a, again, you're, you're looking at the landscape of college football, and there's a, there's just a lot of uncertainty out there. Um, you know, with Georgia. I mean, they could have anybody. I felt so bad. I was watching a bit of their their um, their spring game, and like I felt so bad for like both of their quarterbacks who are like getting their their real first reps in college, and like, oh, you're just playing against the fucking '85 Bears defense, and yeah. like, right, go go try it out, kid. Georgia uh, has the syndrome where every five star quarterback they get just stinks. Like, uh, like, like if they figure out quarterback, uh, watch out. Cause like, yeah. cause like, I'm pretty convinced that whoever they put out there is going to be a downgrade over Stenson Bennett. And he wasn't exactly, you know, I mean, he was good for what he is, but you Benson know, Bennett was like, uh, was like, it's like, of course it's he's like more of a modern JT Barrett in, in a way. Like, it, like, kind of like, I was just going to say like, like when you watch like March madness and there's that like mid major team with the point guard, who's yeah. like one years old. And he's just been there forever. Like that's what Stetson Bennett was, was just the full knowledge of the system and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah it's like again, JT Barrett, but operating an offense where they throw the ball a bit more. <laughs> yeah. And if they, if they understand if like, if they ever, like you said, if they ever hit on a quarterback, like watch the fuck out. Um, yeah. Um, it, it, it might be over. Um, but yeah. So another comment on spring game, how dumb was the fucking scoring on, and that like, it, you should not need a PhD to understand like what. I, it's like the defense knows, like a defense knows when it scores, quote unquote, because it gets off the field. Like, like it, it doesn't, it, it just I, like only a few years ago, we just had normal like Scarlet versus Gray and they just yeah. scored it like a football game. And like I think that's like a better approach is like you take the one defense with the two offense Mm-hmm. And you put them up against the one offense versus the two defense, and like yeah, and, and like it's not you like you're not going to simulate a actual college football game in the fall, in spring, um obviously, but like that's part of the point of having a spring game is to simulate some of that. Okay, eyeballs are on you. 
you're yeah. actually trying to like to have reps in the game time, yeah game experience especially for like younger quarterbacks like i mean it's basically like a drill now like it's a it's a practice drill it's yeah, yeah. There, I've, I've watched more than i should have of like other folks and like everyone will often like they'll just have like random breaks for special teams we'll do special teams and stuff <laughs> like that um not live kickoffs or punts uh those things are yeah um but yeah, all in all, like I felt like solid day. I mean, again, like there ain't a whole hell of a lot you're gonna learn from uh from a spring game. And it and and if you think you are unless you have Malik Hooker, which we don't have Malik Hooker. Yeah. I was just gonna say if you think you are learning much from a spring game, you should probably just like, I don't know, go outside for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I know Rob Rob made a tweet about the Archie Griffin like honorary score, like Oh, someone's gonna complain about the defense on this play, and then sure enough, someone complained about the defense on the Archie Griffin honorary touchdown. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, guys. And the uh, it was interesting, like kind of watching the Texas uh, spring game as well, and like um, Quinn Ewers looks pretty solid, but like you could tell Malik, were- what's his name looks. Uh, he's Murphy he's looks- not gonna be at Texas, but he's gonna. I think he'll be a guy somewhere. I was just gonna say he could. He could like if imagine he, he beats out Arch. They, they like I was like having watched that game, I don't think there's any possibility of you being able to if Malik is unrolled at your team, if when Ewers goes down, you're not going to Arch, you know. Like I, I think maybe Arch goes like maybe you do the early thing with Arch where you're like, all right, Arch, you are red shirting this year. Mm-hmm. Like, and so that way he doesn't have to be third on the depth chart. But like, yeah, I mean that Malik dude fucking balled out, man. He had a couple of good passes. Um, Penn State's spring. It's game funny that good. Quinn. Uh, sorry, it's funny that Quinn is gonna be just like a a good quarterback. Like after everything, like like oh, is he the greatest? Is he Patrick? Is he Patrick Mahomes two point Oh, does he absolutely stink? No, he's just a pretty good college he's quarterback. Be a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. And like that's the unfortunate thing with like the twenty four seven like uh generation yeah oh wow he's gonna he's gonna look like a bust because he was drafted like 15th overall or something like that like uh, oh he was only the top quarterback in his class drafted and not like the number one like surefire teams are tanking not like andrew luck andrew luck with better arm strength and more escapability like yeah yeah and I mean, I feel like it's gonna have a fine. He'll probably have a fine NFL career. Too. Yeah. I mean, again, like the thing with him is like it'll be interesting thing with Quinn is like how do you dial him in because that man made some heinous decisions. Oh yeah. Him. And it's like, like that's where it's like, it obviously sucks to not have him on the team, but like, I don't like. Do we think I, he'd again, be starting this year if he was here? Like. I think probably he'd be starting, but again, I think I just don't know if I see a scenario where he doesn't transfer even after like last year. Cause again, cause like if he comes into the camp and there's a legit chance for him to compete against CJ Stroud last summer, mm-hmm. um, like maybe there's a, like maybe he can stick around for one year, but then he like, yeah, probably coming into this year, he's him and McCord are going to have a battle, but I think he's better than he's for sure better than McCord. Um, but it would be certainly interesting to see like what he looks like, like the, the theory of him with 
a Marvin Harrison is pretty. Oh yeah. Um, although he's Quinn is a bit more of like a deep ball merchant than mm-hmm. uh, like than than uh, Marv would indicate. You know, like he he would need like I think if Ibuka and him would would get along great. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean that's an interesting scenario that you put out. Is like, what does the ceiling of this team change necessarily if it's Quinn Ewers instead of Kyle McCord? Yeah, um, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I think the ceiling would be higher. But um, again, like I don't. It seems like, and if he goes out there and has like a five thousand yard Heisman season, then maybe we'll be wrong. But it just seems like he's going to be a good like. Uh, that defense stinks still like oh yeah oh yeah bad so like he's probably gonna go out and have like a an eight and five uh, eight and four like you know nine and three season Mm -hmm. and i I, like again like i don't know if that's heisman worthy so like okay like great he had some some cool moments in college and then it's going to be the ultimately like the most thankless like yeah he'll he'll go to the league after this year and like Will anybody at Texas really remember him? In- yeah, after all the hype, after committing and decommitting and signing with Ohio State and transferring after a year, like after all that, it's just going to be like, oh yeah, Quinn Ewers, he was pretty good at Texas. Like, yeah, he's he's probably one of those guys who, like, you know, I'm not saying he's going to become Tom Brady, but similar to Tom Brady, like nobody at Michigan was like, yeah, Tom Brady. Well, they try he- they try to do it now. now. Well, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, he could he could become like you know, 15 years down the line, if he has a Peyton Manning career, then Texas is all of a sudden talking about Quinn Ewers. They're building him statues and shit. But like in general, like, eh, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the realities of college football these days is that like, and really it's college sports in general. It's like, it's all, it's very transactional is what yeah. it is. And it's like, yeah, you know what? They came there, they went to the school, they got their, you know, degree or they got, in the NFL and well, great, great for them. Um, you don't really get, you know, we, we, you know, especially at the high end places, you don't really get the like hangers on who, like, yeah. you don't get the Max Duggan moment with, uh, with like, you know, the guy who builds the team up from nothing to where it is mm-hmm. because of like, the portal. Or guys who just kind of stink for a while, but hang around and aren't replaced. And then, oh, they're all of a sudden really good. Yeah. Look at that. Um, yeah. Well, we have a couple of those. Yeah, well, I don't. Hopefully, uh, I, I guess Tommy wasn't. He was like a junior when he became good. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. anything else? Uh, I mean, baseball season's always good, right? Yeah, it's good to it's good to have like sports because, like, I mean, I love the NBA, but the dog days of the NBA are some. I, of the- I think the NBA, like, I think baseball, baseball has is a regular season sport like it like it it but basketball like i i just don't care before the playoffs like i I, unless the team's fighting like the lakers were to like get in in the first place like it like for the Cavs for the Cavs like i just couldn't care like i I don't know once the playoffs you're like oh okay like whatever you know like like and and that's the thing too is like time and time again it's proven that like oh yeah your regular season like record doesn't really matter all that much yeah so yeah that's the thing is like now you're now you're tuning into basketball and you're watching like this is one of those the last two days 
we're recording. The atmospheres have been great. Like, the, yeah. like that that Kings Warriors game was awesome. Like awesome. Uh, the Grizzlies Lakers game was awesome. Even the cat, even though the Cavs lost, like it was just cool to see them like yeah, in a game. And, like a great job, I will say too, of like the past two days of like setting up almost like a um like a first two days of March Madness situation where it's like noon until midnight. Like you've mm-hmm. got basketball to watch, which is really cool. Um, the NBA does their playoffs great. Um, it's just the regular season is so it's so like I just there's no consequences. Like it just like unless and now that um, now that the top ten like twenty of the thirty teams have are like are admitted into the postseason. In the playoffs, yeah, right. It's like like I know it'll never happen because it would just like it's like it would just reduce the money. But if they could reduce the regular season to like 50 games like yeah. i think that would be that would be great um well, you, or or shrink the playoff field because that's also how you well, give stakes to exactly. a regular season you, you have to make something more you have to add consequences to things mm-hmm. like make it so that you know god love you know a lot of these N- nba stars but like make it so that they can't just sit out like basically what equates to being like weeks at a and time. they're sitting out because the game is so much fe- like for as much as the old head like if you watch those eddie games there's a lot of dudes standing around like you can't oh, do yeah. that anymore yeah your body the game is so fast and spread out like that's why these guys are missing so much time like they're playing the same amount of games but it's such a more physical sport than it was you know 30 40 years ago yeah and it's like um yeah 82 always has, has felt like too much you mm-hmm. know like 56 or somewhere in that range it's like it's you know you play and then, your... and then lebron has the scoring title completely ro- locked up forever so great forever, side yeah. effect there like, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. never you have to listen to some some kid that. in 20 years trying to tell me whoever is better than lebron because i will be an mj old head lebron Oh, yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there when he came back against the Indiana I, I Pacers. I you yesterday, um, Steph had a shot, and I want to say like the second quarter, where it hit the side of the backboard. And I was like, man, I I really wanted to break out my phone and like record the most grainy footage <laughs> and be like, whoa, like somebody's greatest shooter of all time. Just <laughs> pull it up. Oh, man. There, there's nothing that really like burns in me quite like the, you know, I've tried to grow out of it because like, oh, who cares about the Warriors anymore? But like, man, I still I, hate them so much. I, I was so happy when they lost last you night. Just see that you just, you know, it's when Steph Curry hits a three and like the place starts to blow up a little bit or he mm-hmm. does some shit and you're like, all right, now I remember why I dislike this team. When it's he like missed the- that that shot at the end last oh. night, I was so happy. Raymond was up with his hands up and everything. Oh, yeah, God. light the beam, light the beam. Oh, uh, dude, I I'm I'm hoping our, our Kings get it done. Hopefully, our our Cavs can uh can get the Knicks because I really yeah, don't want I'll Knicks fans what, to be insufferable. The Knicks Knicks was such a tough draw for the Cavs because the Knicks have. Like definitely, they just have like grown man strength. Like you have yeah. to go to the WTA and you're like you're playing with just this. Like who wants dude. to play Isaiah Hardenstein? Uh, first of all, yeah. the Cavs should have kept him, but whatever. Kept him. Um, yeah, gave him away for free. Um, you you've got like you know Julius Randle, who is just a junkyard dog. He kind of stinks at basketball, but yeah, he's tough to deal with. Um, he's just physical. His body's all over the place. Uh, you know, Jalen Brunson is is a tough guy to guard. Uh, didn't help that like Darius Garland forgot how to play ba- basketball for a little while yesterday. 
Oh um, yeah, uh, I, he wasn't horrible the entire game, but there were definitely some spurts. It's like, all right, Darius, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. If 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 the Cavs can clean up the rebounding and uh, Evan Mobley can make layups that we've seen him make his entire career, then I think uh, I think they'll be fine. Um, and then, hey, like. I don't want to like. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the Lakers might have something like. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like, I like mean, Rui and the Lakers Reeves, might have gotten like... the reverse of the reverse of the uh, the Cavs draw, where it's like, oh, you're playing like a like the the war the Grizzlies are still relatively new to this playoff mm-hmm. shit. Like, if they stay the Lakers stay healthy, that's a tough team to beat. You know, yeah. and again, like. I mean, AD was so dominant defensively today, and then oh, you yeah. had like, and then if like Reeves and Rui are like hitting all these shots, like who would have thought? Like who would have thought the start of the season's oh Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves are torching teams in the playoffs for the Lakers? Anthony, Anthony Davis is one of those guys where it's like you like you can't find a comfortable ground with him. Like you can't find a comfortable ground with anybody online anymore. But mm-hmm. like, man, like when he is healthy, when he likes and like stays, like when he's not asked to be like. Hakeem Olajuwon like doing a bunch yeah. of po- like trying to score like uh by himself like when he's in a complimentary position like he was today like it's really hard to beat that team uh just because of like he does all the little things like as a star and then obviously you have LeBron still like like I, he, he didn't have like his a a plus stuff today but he's knocking down jumpers now and like making, solid like yeah again, you've got guys Schroeder like- Schroeder might be the best minimum contract guy in the NBA like he's it's crazy like i was talking to somebody about it earlier it's just crazy how they like the lebron teams always just end up with like two or three guys like vets well like their whole problem with russ was that they didn't have any like good nba players and now all of a sudden it's like oh they've got all of these good nba players it's like it's it's kind of crazy how they pulled that off yeah i mean it worked out hopefully great you know um yeah i'd I'd love to see lebron get one more um and look if the kings can't take care of the warriors how sweet would it be for for lebron to knock out the warriors in in the west that would be uh that would be great a a vaunted day yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah i i don't you want to i guess we can sandwich this with ohio state uh we want to talk about recruiting real quick yeah yeah um some really good momentum i mean we haven't talked about air nolan on the pod mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm sure eventually we'll get around to having a more of a breakdown of the the recruiting but it's been great romant- momentum lately right yeah like, it, like I, I keep waiting for the shoe to drop and be like ohio state has lost a bidding war to middle tennessee state it's like oh my god here we go again but uh, I, again, like when you've got those guys, it seems like Jeremiah is locked in. Like he's he's beefing with Miami fans, which is really great to see. Um, yeah, uh, you've got you know Air Noland locked in. You've got the 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 two brothers that are locked I, in. that are just giving Michigan like the Michigan kid on their team like loads of shit. Um, which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because he didn't have an offer, and uh, I mean that, I it's a little bit like, sheesh, you guys are gonna send this kid to therapy, but also it's pretty good, you know. (laughs) I mean, he's really happy to be going to school. Um, you know, I I think you know we got that linebacker from Texas. Yeah, it's always good to just be getting guys from out of state and locking in guys from in state. 
that um as soon as aaron scott and bryce west the two uh in-state corners commit which it seems like that is becoming more of a done deal there was a little bit of shakiness there i was a little bit concerned just because of you know what we've seen out of recruiting the past two years but it seems like that's been uh that's getting that's imminent maybe not imminent but it's coming as soon as those guys commit then it's sort of like all right go and fill like that's sort of your foundation once those two yeah. guys commit then it's sort of well, like i'm telling you once that once one of those corners comes like that it's going to be on and then like you've got like that miles lockhart kid from uh from arizona who can play corner i think he he plays a little bit of running back as well like you, you, like it's just it's shaping up to be like what could be a really nice class. And, and it looks like it's going to be a big class. Unlike, unlike yes. these last few, which yes. uh, like they, they need to sign a 26, 27 man class. Um, they, they need that desperately too. They need the ability to like have, you know, you obviously it's like, you don't want to miss on guys, but like you need to have depth because yeah. that's what they haven't had the past few years is it felt like, you know, they had guys commit and then they were afraid to go recruit other guys in the similar position and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, once Aaron Scott, if Aaron Scott and Bryce West come like, this is going to be, this could be a really special class. Um, and, and like, it seems like, I don't think, I don't think we're operating on like Georgia level of NIL, but it seems like they've at least got it in a, in a place where it can complement the recruiting well enough yeah um like it, i mean the Maya, my mylon graham too was a was a big get at wide receiver oh like, yeah you now got two two five-star wide receivers like oh thank god uh brian hartline's okay by the way uh i mean uh, did you not see it? there was a there was a tweet that's like uh brian hartline's been in a in a motor vehicle accident and he's been taken to the hospital but he tweeted about five minutes later that he's he's fine um he's, so I, yeah, that gave everyone keep that man alive. He's like, uh, yeah. fucking Logan Roy at the moment. Yeah. That man alive. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that gave everyone a heart attack for about five seconds. And then he tweeted out that he's, uh, he's fine. So, so, so that... I just want to address one thing now that Ohio state's back to having the number two recruiting class in the country over number three, Michigan, um does recruiting doesn't matter anymore. no it doesn't matter again like okay the, it's an on the it's on it's an on the field sport so actually we don't care about recruiting anymore um i, I don't get why as a michigan fan you're not being like you're not like oh we you guys recruit so much better than us and we still and we still kick your kicked your ass the past two seasons like why are you just going with that like it yeah. said you like like michigan you're ne like they're never going to recruit at ohio state's level let alone like georgia's level so i i, I don't get that like jordan marshall was a big win they should take that everything else uh it it's business as usual like i i they are really trying hard to make ohio state fans care about jane davis and it's just yeah, that, not that, that, it's, that it's just not hitting that Jaden Davis twenty four seven reval is gonna hit like uh, oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna uh, like an atomic bomb yeah and State uh, although Penn State's had got some decent momentum on the trail as well they're at the seventh ranked class I mean the Big Ten's just recruiting pretty well at the moment um, yeah I, mean, I like Georgia I don't see there's a scary name that is missing from the top. Uh, top five schools at the moment um so i'm i'm assuming at some point um things will 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 write themselves 
And, uh, oh, yeah, it's because Alabama only has about seven. You know, they have five commits at the moment. So um, I'm assuming I, as long as Ohio State ends up in that top. We four, need a top three. It, like, like I like I, I can't do top seven again. Uh, yeah, you, let's let's end up like the idea should be end up at three behind Georgia and Alabama. And, like, you know, maybe this is the year they sneak in front of them, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if that's overly likely because that's always a tough task. But uh, it'd be nice to finally finally end up in front. Uh, but anything behind three, you know, maybe A&M just signs like 30, 32 say, kids. And then yeah. there's there's another sneaky one in there, LSU. Like LSU, if they if they wake up, as like, long as it's more of like a 2021 type class, then yes. like even if it's even if it's five, like obviously we'd prefer top three, but even if it as long as it as long as the composition is more along the lines of a couple of years ago rather than last year, which has some really quality players, just doesn't have the sort of class depth. Uh, yeah. Like as as long as we get yep. sort of back back to those big deep classes that I think it's fine. And as long as, you know, I hope at some point, I know he said it before, I hope at some point commitments start to like mean stuff again. Um, <laughs> I mean, Florida State, breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Florida state had two of their big recruits. their their two top recruits this weekend announced that they're shutting down their recruitment. Who knows what the hell that means. But like, if, if that starts to become a theme, I'd love to see it just like, so that once a guy commits, like, okay, like there's not gonna be a surprise on uh on signing day. Cause like that's the way the way I view it is like if you're not sure where you want to go, nobody is forcing you to uh to like commit anywhere. This is uh, why we need like this is why the money in this world, like I don't get why the way we decided to pay players was this like complete crapshoot. Like it should just be signed at any time, and you also sign a deal for yeah, some could, amount of money. Like, yeah, like you sign a contract. Why like, wait, why? Why do we have to wait to yeah. sign the letter of intent? Like, yeah. Just and then, and then, if you're not ready to completely sign, then you don't sign. And you yeah, know, and you're you're not committed. You don't have yeah. to somewhere um if anything it's like i think dudes just want to get as many hayes faucet graphics as they can yeah, man i'm dropping my top 29 dude yeah i i he like anything fucking colorado state yeah congratulations good job did you see i think like aaron scott had one and look i i'm not like trying to pick on ann scott because everyone does it but he had like louisville on there it's like dude you're not yeah, going to louisville like some names like yeah. again like Drop a top four. I can yeah. understand that. Um, like the Louisville but, coaches saw that and was like, what? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Somebody at Louisville got in trouble for being on that. Like, why yeah. is it not on our radar? Like, why, why are we not? Yeah. What's going on there? Um, but yeah, so it things are vibes are pretty good right now. yeah for for how last season ended and la and how dejected we are we were like rightfully so like I think I, you know, it, it should be, I, I'm, I'm done like, like full hardly believing that this year is going to be the year, but it, it, if they land a guy or two in the portal at positions of need, like it should, the ships should stabilize and look like they'll get another, like they'll get another crack at it. And it's it's, it's also kind of nice to not have that, like, championship or bust kind of mentality coming. yeah if they win the big 10 this year and beat michigan like i don't want to be one of those hey, guys 
I, I was just going to say, I, I like, I don't want to go full Jim Trestle era and like beat anybody, like do anything you can at all costs to beat Michigan. And like, it's a success, but it's pretty damn close to that. Like if you are like, like nine and or, or 10 and two and you beat Michigan, like I consider that a pretty good fucking year. Uh, I I would enjoy beating of Michigan. I'd still be like, all right, it, it's like this shit has to has to shape up. But like they they just need to get the baseline this year and then figure out the playoff. And, and look, like Ryan Day for for um you know as much should we give him? Like we know that like beating Michigan, winning a Big Ten should get you in the playoff. And we know he's. He's going to be at least prepared in the playoff. Now he has pissed down his leg a couple times um, a- after being prepared, but um, but we know that it's not. It, we're probably not ever going to see like a 2016 Clemson again. Um, no, like, yeah, no. I, I, again, like I, I don't think. I mean, the only way you see a well, especially I don't think it will happen this year because I don't think there is like that runaway team this year. But like, if there were ever going to be a 2016. Clemson again it would have been like against Georgia last year but just because that Georgia team was really fucking good mm-hmm. and um you know again they played really well against him I don't think I don't think they'll ever be in that situation again but uh yeah no I think I think the vibe is good um it's about as good yeah. as you can expect after the last two seasons I think yeah um it's it's been a, like it's a nice palate cleanser it, it's yeah. nice that the recruiting is not as shitty as it was like at the end of last year um yeah i mean it's just it's just the momentum thing i think ohio state and they're probably almost setting up for a similar thing again where it's like you've got this great momentum but it's like what they should be doing is talking to aaron west and uh or aaron scott and bryce west and telling them aaron you commit in october yeah after you know after the penn state game you know, Bryce, you commit right after Purdue. Like, let's just spread that spread out the love so it feels like, oh, there's some some good momentum and it's not like you're the one stealing, not the one being stolen from. Um, but yeah, no, I think we're 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 both feeling probably more, I guess, mentally healthy than we were last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's uh all all in all good. Um, always good to chat football again. Um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, we'll probably not be every week, but I think now we'll probably get into more uh, regular posting. I think yeah. we just need the cleanse um, after. Uh, I think everybody, anybody and everybody around the Ohio State football realm, like needed a little bit of time to just breathe for a little yeah, bit. But now yeah. Yeah. We'll get back into the swing of things and uh, you guys know where to find us. Yeah. And, like, if you got any questions, feel free to reach out to yeah, myself. Yeah, this is an open mail. Any episode can be a mailbag episode. <laughs> yes. Or if you'd like to come on the pod, just let us know. Yeah, we're uh, not a we're not a tough ticket. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that'll end it. Go Bucks. Yeah. Go Bucks, man. <laughs>